What is up, my friends? This is Ashley with Daily Encouragements. This is Thursday already. I don't know about you guys, but this week went by pretty quick. By the time you guys hear this, it will be... What day will it be, Ashley? Here, should have checked before I jumped down here, guys. It looks like May 14th. Wow. Okay, so as you guys know, this podcast is released two weeks in advance. And I just... You know, we just finished up the relationship series of the podcast we've been talking you guys we've been walking through a life coaching series if you are new to the podcast welcome we've been doing a life coaching series since january 20th you guys i started this podcast in october of 2019 where i was walking you guys through just basically four foundational areas of your life that have to be recovered um, in order to really walk in your freedom and your purpose Um, boundaries maturity integrating god's grace um and uh you know your your uh, real and ideal in life, right? Where you're at, where you want to go, uh, learning to confront yourself in that way. Those are the four areas, you guys. I talked a lot about that at the beginning of the podcast. And so um, I was feeling challenged by the Lord uh, last year to start a live coaching series and make a video series, but I told God I couldn't do it. <laughs> um, I was like, I don't, I can't do that, Lord, you know? Um, and it was funny, you guys, it's funny how you can go through a transformation in yourself, but then when you're challenged to communicate that process to somebody else, all of a sudden your insecurities rise, right? Because you're like, well, what if you don't tell everybody everything or, you know, whatever it is. And so finally I was like, you know what? I need to, um, I need to do this because this life coaching process that I shared with you guys, which we are coming to the end of it next week will be the last week of it. Um, really changed my life, you guys. I just shared with you guys since January 20th, the process that I went through to go from when I was living by other people's, my other people's opinions, my performance. Okay. Uh, What is it? What are the uh, performance circumstances, other people's opinions? I was living my life based upon those three, you know, foundations. If you even call it that it's like a castle in the sand. Right. And then, you know, God put me on upon a rock. Right. Um, he allowed me to discover, you know, the, the, the ability for me to build my life upon my character and upon my values through his grace. And so you guys, I'm telling you, when you live from that place alone, right? When you live from your values and your character and your motives, it's going to completely change your life. And, uh, so I hope you guys are going through the process. Um, gosh, I think there's about 60 something episodes. And so it's a lot of content, you guys. Um, next week we're going to talk about goal setting, I'm going to give you guys just basically four strategies when it comes to, you know, crushing your goals in life. Um, I'm going to share I'm going to share those with you guys. But today I just wanted to, uh, you know, take a step back and, uh, you know, ask you guys where you're at in the process. Um, I think I told you that I had done a collaboration with Being Eve, uh, Casey Alexis. She's the host. We had done a series about church hurt, you guys. And uh, those episodes were actually released on April. I think let me look let me look back on the um on the calendar really quick, you guys. Um, It looks like it was April 28th and then April 30th. So there was two episodes she released, part one and two, where I share my story with you guys. I share my testimony in Christ. I share my life as far as what it was like growing up as a kid. Um, You know, different uh, situations that brought me to the point of hurt that I had experienced in my life through the church. And then I walked you guys through the healing process that God brought me through on her podcast. So you guys, I'm going to put it in the description today. Um, so you guys can check it out and listen to it. Um, it was a very, it was a very, uh, great conversation because I feel like this is something that a lot of people go through, you know, 
Um, I think there's a lot of similar struggles that I had that a lot of people have, but they just didn't understand, you know, they didn't have any other information, right? Especially if you were a brand new Christian, if you'd never been in the church environment, like I, you guys, I didn't grow up in the church environment. I never, I went to church when I was 10 with other people, but my family, the, you know, of origin was not involved in church, you know, nothing like that. So I didn't have any type of religious background or whatever. Okay. Um, I just had my own desire in my heart as a kid to want to know who the Lord was. My mom never hindered that. Um, my mom told me a little bit about the Lord, but, uh, it wasn't cultivated, you know? And so I share that story with you guys on her podcast. So I'll put the link in the description. You guys can check it out. So, um, yeah, I just want to do a check in with you guys. How are you guys doing in this process of going from living by your performance, other people's opinions, your circumstances to the process of living from your character and your values and, uh, and learning to integrate God's grace. I hope you guys are getting more freedom in your life. And so, um, you guys, I'm going to just share with you a little bit about the process of God removing fear from our life. Kind of just a different thoughts I had on that today. I want to share it with you guys because I want to ask you guys the question, are you, li- are you living from the characteristics of fear or the characteristics of love? Or are, are, you, are you in at least the transition of going from fear to love, right? So I'm going to talk about that with you guys today. Before we get into it, let's go ahead and pray. And let's talk about the process from going from uh, fear to love. So, all right, you guys, let's pray. Ah, Lord, thank you for this day. Father God, thank you so much for the amount of just revelation and insight and healing that you really bring into our lives, into our own hearts first, Lord. We cannot manifest anything outside of ourselves that has not been revealed inside of our hearts. Lord, you spoke the world into existence. It was an idea, right? You knew in your heart and in your mind what you wanted to do before it came into being. And so Lord, help us to approach our life that way. Help us to see that life is not lived from the outside in, right? Help us Lord to see the authority that we have, that life is lived from the inside out. The kingdom of heaven is within us. You tell us, stop looking outside of ourselves to find what's already in us, which is your spirit, God. You give life to us through the words that we read upon the page. And then how you reveal those things to us, Lord, as we integrate, And as we uncover and as we dig up the unplowed ground, as we come to the face ourselves with the truth and understand and collide with your love in that way, God, it is amazing. So I just pray, Lord, that you would help my brothers and sisters who are listening to this podcast to begin to continue to go from fear to love because, Lord, you loved us first. I know, Lord, that there are things in our life at times that hold us back, that keep us in fear, that keep us from doing what we're supposed to be doing, like fear did with Adam, trying to keep him you know, hiding and isolated from you than from going out and and taking care of the earth like you asked him to. Lord, we don't want to hide ourselves from our purpose because of the information that we've entertained that is not true. Lord, your word is truth. Your love for us is truth. You drawing us out of our sin is truth. You did that for Adam. You drew him out. He would not have come out of that fear if you not had approached him and say, where did you go? So Lord, let us remember that about you. You will always do that for us, God. There's no condemnation in Christ. God, I pray that my brothers and sisters can learn to walk in their authority that you've given to them in that way. And so, Lord, I just I just thank you for this day. I pray that we will become more and more aware of your love you have for us, that we will continue to grow and progress into the plans you have for us because we come from a place of love. Um, we know that there's no condemnation in you. Before we were sinners, you died, for, or while we were still sinners, you died for us, God. Every state we've ever been in, Your love has always been there. So let us, God, accept it, internalize it. Um, Help us, Lord, to cut down presumptions, um, arguments that go against the truth of what you say. 
And I just pray for healing for all of the hearts, God. That's all we need is healing. All we need is to be healed, Lord. All we need is your love and your grace. And Lord, you will empower us, God, to do the things you called us to do. So thank you, Lord, for that. I pray you bless this day. Bless every person listening to this. And I just pray for amazing transformation. I pray for paradigm shifts in you, Lord, that are just completely take their life um, to another level that they never even imagined. That they can have, you know, um, more and more fruit, God. Uh, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, forbearance, gentleness, all those things, God, that you promise. I pray that every single person listening to this podcast can experience every promise that you have for them, God. So we love, we love you, Lord. We thank you. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So you guys, as I mentioned, you know, I was on the Being Eve podcast and we did a two-part series talking about church hurt. And I was listening to the second half today and I was just thinking about, you know, how far um, I have come from where I was you know, five and a half, six years ago when this whole thing happened. All this stuff happened back in November 2014. If you guys listen to my story, um, you know, through the Church Hurt series, uh, you know, so it was November 2014, right? And here we are, May of 2020. A lot has happened, you guys. It's amazing how far the Lord can really take you um, if you allow Him to bring you on the process. Because let me tell you something. One thing I've learned about the Lord is... You will have things in your heart that you want. Maybe you want freedom, right? Maybe you want to be able to, you know, assert yourself with people in a way where you say, no, this is who I am. This is what I want to do and do that confidently, right? And not worry about people judging you or worrying about um, assumptions or whatever. You know how sometimes you can allow, hold yourself back because you're more worried about how people are going to take you. You're trying to control people's perception of you instead of living from the truth of who you are. So I knew in my heart that I wanted to be free. I knew that I wanted to, um, you know, be everything God wanted me to be. I wanted to make choices and make decisions for my family that I wanted to do because I had basically surrendered my ability to choose to the people outside of me in the church. You know, they knew better than I did. I walked you guys through that on the, on the podcast um, and the church are serious. You guys be sure to listen to that. It's, it's, I'm sure it's going to encourage you and hopefully give you some really amazing insight into your own life. So anyway, as I was in this process, I just remember, remember uh, thinking about what I wanted you know, and what I wanted though, and the process that the Lord needed to bring me through were two different things because I had never known the process of freedom or liberty, because if I had, I would have already been doing it. Right. So when I realized that I had to go a different road than what was basically the typical prescription, um, that was scary to me. Like in my heart, I was like, yeah, Lord, I want that. But then I was so afraid of going through the process because I was worried about people judging me. Again, um, after all that stuff happened with the church, I figured, well, you know, I got to uh, I got to be involved in another church and that'll help me and this or that. And then I did that for a little bit, you guys, and I just was not ready for that. Um, I needed to be poured into. I needed some healing. Um, I'm usually the type of person that will invest into people and all of that. But I, and I wasn't doing that where I was at. Um, I wasn't up talking to people. I was just really trying to sit there and absorb. Um, but, and I was absorbing maybe from what the pastor was saying, but there was no relational, uh, ingredients there that I needed at the time, you know? And, uh, I just finally made the decision like, you know what? I'm not going to go there right now. I need to really just do, uh, my, my process of healing. And so, you know, me and my husband decided that we were going to do home church for, you know, and we still do it, right? We still um, are, you know, growing together and trying to show this lifestyle to our children 
um, you know, just through how we live our daily lives and, and really showing our kids that, hey, God needs to be in the home no matter what, right? Like your family, your foundation in the Lord is going to start underneath your own roof. And so, um, you know, just cultivating that whole uh, mindset of, uh, you know, God is in every area of our lives and, you know, we're going to go after him together. We're going to seek him together. Um, you know, and so anyway, you guys, I just remember being so scared to, to do home church or just to not be in the structural system. Right. Um, I, I was terrified because, uh, I just didn't, I didn't want people to look at me, you know, like I didn't really love the Lord or I was disobedient or whatever. Cause that's basically what had happened in my old fellowship. If you did not think and do what they did, they would come to conclusions of you that you were basically, uh, rebellious. You were disobedient. You weren't doing what God wanted you to. And I could not handle those things in my mind. But then I had to realize, you know, I know my own heart. I know I love God. I know I want to serve him. I know I want to do the things he wants me to do. I know that about myself. And you guys have to get more confident um, in terms of what you know and what who you want to be in the Lord and the type of relationship you want to have. You cannot let other people define that for you because people only see what they see from an outside perception. If you do not communicate with them, if they don't know your story, if they don't know anything, then basically they're just, that's just judgment and assumption, right? That's what the devil does. He looks at a situation from the outside, he analyzes it, puts things together, and then inserts accusation, right? And it appears to be true because you see these things, right? But as we know, as adults, life is more than just seeing, right? That's how children think. They see from the surface. Us as adults, we ask questions, we understand, we try to integrate, we try to, you know, get to the heart of the matter. And, you know, that's what the Lord does, right? It says the Lord looks at the heart. And so in the heart, what do you have? You have the motives, the intentions, you have the character, you have the qualities, you have your injuries, right? There's a lot of life that comes from the heart. Life does come from the heart. And it talks about that in Proverbs. So anyway, you guys, I'm going to grab my Bible really quick, but I just remember you know, knowing the decision I needed to make, you know, what, Ashley, you don't need to worry about being in a church setting right now. You need to recover, right? You need to, uh, you know, get healed. You need to allow yourself to, uh, put yourself in a position where you're not, uh, how can you say this? If I would have been in a church setting right after that, I would have been preoccupied with people's opinions and I would have lost sight of the healing that I needed in my life, you know? And it's like, I needed to be healed. That was my number one responsibility. And so I just remember sitting there and I was like, Lord, you know, um, uh, feeling so nervous and scared about that. And, uh, here was the scripture that God has brought into my life time and time again, over these last six years that I want to share with you guys that have really honestly been a foundation for me for growth. And I think you guys can, um, probably maybe take this with you too in life, because as you realize what you want in your heart, but then you don't but then you've never been through that process, um, you know, it's going to feel scary in that way. It's going to feel uncertain because like I said, if you knew the, the, if you knew how to get what you wanted, you would already have it. Right. So I didn't know how to have the freedom I wanted. I didn't know how to walk in my authority. I didn't know how to walk in God's grace, walk in my purpose. Um, I didn't know how to assert myself in that way. I just didn't, I didn't know how to do it, but that's what I wanted. Okay. So anyway, um, Isaiah 42 says, I will lead the blind by ways they have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. But those who trust in idols 
who say to images, you are our God, will be turned back to utter shame. And you guys, as I shared in that podcast I did with her, I had made the church an idol. Um, listen to it so you guys can understand more of the context of that. Um, I, You know what? I didn't even know what an idol was, you guys, honestly. I was so blind to that because my mind and my perception of idols was like this physical thing that you bow down and worship, this like statue, piece of wood, whatever. Um, I didn't understand really the way I do now as far as how um, I had made the church an idol. So you guys, be sure to check out that podcast. Anyway, so... Um, just realizing that God will lead the blind among ways they have not known. I was blind. Okay, you guys, I, I was blind to the way of the things that I wanted in my relationship with the Lord and the, and the type of person I wanted to become. I was blind to that. And so I had to be uh, led along an unfamiliar path that God was going to guide me. Um, he says, you know, you will, my sheep hear my voice, you know, so I had to trust the voice that I've been listening to for such a long time that you guys, that's the only thing that got me through that whole situation anyway, was my relationship with the Lord, talking to him about these things every day. Um, I have a lot of my own insecurities kept me in that situation, right? I didn't trust my own discernment. I talked about that so much on there. You guys, there's a process to understanding these things about yourself. But anyway, just realizing God will lead you along uh, paths that you've not known, unfamiliar paths, you know, and, re and honestly being humble enough to recognize that you were blind. Again, um, if you, you know, and Jesus always used to say that about the Pharisees, like you see, but you don't see, right? They saw things on the surface, but they didn't see Christ for who he really was. That's what made them blind. Um, what makes us blind is, is the things that we believe about God that are not true of God. You could, okay, I've read God's word. I can see that, right? It, but if you're not coming to the conclusions of who he really is, those are typically your blind spots and just being able to acknowledge that, hey, you know what? I got some blind spots and that's okay. God gives grace to the humble, you guys. And as I've shared with you before in the podcast, my experience of grace is just those perspective shifts, those paradigm shifts, those aha moments. Man, Lord, you know what? This is how I used to think about things and now I'm thinking about it like this and now I've got more freedom and joy and peace. And, you know, it's like, man, my life has made a complete shift. And so, and that's how your life is always going to move forward. It's always going to be in a perspective shift. It's always going to be in a thought process. And so it's really, really important to realize that everything that, that, why do you think God tells you to take your thoughts captive? Right? Because what you entertain will lead your life. You have a thought, you have a feeling, and then you have a decision that you make based upon it. If you want to change the direction of your life, you've got to get down to the reality of the things that you're thinking about and start to question that and learn to be shrewd. So anyway, you guys, I don't want to forget why I wanted to get on here today. Um, just kind of a, a couple things I was thinking about. Um, I was actually in Isaiah uh, 41 this morning. Um, I think it was 41, 42. I was just kind of looking at some things. But anyway, I was just like looking at, you know, when God tells you, you know, do not fear that he is with us, right? Um, he tells us that all the time. I don't know how many times God has told us that. Um, it's funny how, you know, he tells us till, we're, till he's blue in the face. You guys ever hear that phrase? You know, telling you to blue in the face and the other person doesn't necessarily accept it, right? Again, that's because of what you are thinking and believing at the time, the meanings you've attached to certain things, why you don't believe God to be who he says he is, regardless of what he's told you, right? Um, you have to realize how your own perception gets in the way. And, uh, you know, it says here, um, these are the things I will never do. I will not forsake them right and then back in i believe it's isaiah 41 so do not fear for i am with you do not be dismayed for i'm your god i will strengthen you and help you and that was the other thing really quick you guys just came to mind um as i i remember sitting at my kitchen table 
at my new house, you know, we'd gotten out of that situation. You know, we got out of the, the house we were in, the pastor's house. We bought our first house for the first time, you guys. Amazing time, right? So much joy, so much. God was doing so many amazing things. And at the same time, I'm in this struggle of, wow, okay, I'm not in the, I'm not in the, not under the oppression anymore. Now I'm free, but I didn't know how to walk as a free person. And so, um, uh, you know, he goes, so do not fear for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed. And I remember telling God, Lord, I'm so afraid right now, but I know that you've led me here, but I'm so afraid, right? I mean, if you guys are praying and asking God for things, um, and things are happening, you, at some point you got to just accept that God's talking to you, right? I, I shared in that revelation I've had, you know, after this whole thing happened, Ashley, are you talking to the air? And it was like, no, Lord, I'm not talking to the air. Like, what the heck? Do you guys believe that God hears you and he's going to answer back, right? He's going to give you a new thought, a new way of doing things. God will always show up if you're asking him. Okay. So, uh, do not fear for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed. Y'all know what dismayed means? Dismayed means to be so paralyzed with fear that you don't even want to move forward. And that's exactly how I felt when I got out of the church. I was like, I don't know how to move forward apart from the routine that I've been in my whole life. Um, I'm a very responsible, structured person, um, you know, and there's some security in that, right? If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I create a routine. I take responsibility for it and I'll do that. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I've learned that, you know, how can I say this? There's, there's, there's stability in, in, in a routine and habits and that kind of thing. It's a good thing. But now this whole thing, the whole, how I built my whole life in the church, God was completely taking that out from under me. He was completely reconstructing me. And I was just like, whoa, what the heck is happening here? Though I know I wanted it and I know I needed it. Um, I didn't, the uncertainty of it, right? I don't know what's going to happen. You know, um, that is what was trying to hold me back. I was so afraid, so dismayed. But then God kept reminding me, Ashley, Look, I've led you this far. I've been with you. You've been asking me. I've been helping you, right? I mean, I had to kind of just sit there and accept that. Like, you know what, Lord? Yes, I've been asking. You've led me this far. You're not going to just leave me or forsake me, right? There's going to be periods in your relationship with God where you're going to be so convinced he's talking to you. And then there's going to be times where you're like, you know, Lord, did I even hear you right? Like, I've been there, you guys. <laughs> I've, I've been in that season. I've Heck, I've been in it recently with some things that are going on in my life. I'm like, no way, Lord. Am I, am I really hearing you right? Or am I like just tripping, you know? And it's like, come on, Ashley, you should already know you've been down this road. Are you talking to the air? No, Lord. So anyway, you guys, let's let, let me just jump into this really quick because I know it's already been 22 minutes. I hope you guys are still getting some value out of my rambling. All right. So, you know, the Lord's always telling us not to fear, right? He's with us. So fear. So what I was asking the question, what can make us afraid? Right. And I was looking as I was, I was looking at these verses in Isaiah, right? He goes, so do not fear for I'm with you. Semicolon, do not be dismayed for I'm your God. I will strengthen you and help you. Right. And then there's another soul, semicolon. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So I was just like, wow, what, what is the opposite of that? We're afraid of being weak and ignorant. Right. I don't want to be weak. I don't want to be ignorant. To, and a lot of times you're, we can become weak because we're ignorant, vice versa. Okay. Um, if I'm ignorant, people are going to think a certain way about me. Oh, I don't, you know, sometimes we can find our strength and our knowledge or whatever. You guys can get what I'm saying. So it's just that whole thing of what can we be afraid of? Being weak and ignorant, right? We don't want to be ignorant because especially if you're an adult, right? We have this expectation that we should be here or we should know this or we should do this and do that. But the truth is, if you knew how to do those things, you would be doing it, but you don't. So it's okay. You guys. Adam and Eve, yes, 
they were born with full-grown parts, but you have to remember they had no experiences. It's, you know, newborn baby kind of stuff, right? They just did not know. They only had to have certain experiences with the Lord. Same thing in life. You only have certain experiences by the, the your family of origin, right? So you're not going to know everything you need to know to do the things that you want to do. And that's okay. All right. So then I was thinking, you know, where does strength come from, right? Where do we get strength from? And, you know, I, I've just realized, you know, from acknowledgement, acknowledgement of God and what we need from him. Um, when you realize where you're weak and you're ignorant and where you need help um, and that you have a source in you, God, you know, through the Holy Spirit, who can give you access to all wisdom, knowledge, everything. What the heck? That is, um, that's incredible. You have an all-knowing God inside of you who is not all-knowing. You have an all-knowing God. Oh, it's incredible, you guys. When you think about it, there's nothing you can't do now. <laughs> and he's in you. No one can take him from you, right? No one can take the Holy Spirit from you. You can deny the Holy Spirit. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast, y'all. Anyway, so do not fear, right? It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So I was thinking about that. Well, you know, what's the opposite of power? What is power? Um, I've heard a quote from Brene Brown. She always uses the reference, Martin Luther King describes power as your ability to make change. And I thought that is a beautiful example of power, your ability to affect change in your own life. So if God has given us, not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, we know the opposite of fear is power, love, and a sound mind, right? So what would be the opposite of power? Not having an ability to change, being hopeless, right? Not being empowered, not taking responsibility. How do you feel if you know you can't change your life or things can't change? How do you think I would have felt if I really believed that I had to be in the situation I was in and with the abuse my whole life? I would have died, you guys. I would have, I would have gave up. Seriously, I said, I'm done. You know, God is too good though. He, he already saw all of that stuff, right? God will not let you die. Okay. That's why he will always come get you and say, where did you go? That's just the way he is. You will never die in this life because God is way, he's too faithful, right? He's not going to let his creation die. You can refuse, right? You know, you can refuse the grace of God. You can refuse the love and kindness of God, but that would be your choice. Okay. Anyway, love. What's the opposite of love, right? Because if, if fear if, if he's given us a, if he's, if he's given us power, love, and a sound mind, right? What would be the opposite of love? Everything opposite of 1 Corinthians love, impatient, cruelty, envious, jealous, jealousy, boastfulness, pride, false, falseness, you know, anger, being angry, keeping a record of wrongs, rejoicing in your defenses. What does that mean, you guys? You know, a lot of times when you've been hurt, you will set up ways to protect yourself. Well, you know what? That's a very limited way to live. Think about if you if you're building a wall of defense, how far are you going to be able to get past that wall? Can you get past walls you build around yourself? Where are you going to go in life? You just build a stone wall around yourself. Where are you going? You ain't going very far. You can sure protect yourself, but you ain't going nowhere, right? So, you know, and, and when you're not operating in the love of God, if you haven't learned to receive the love of God, then that's what you're going to do. You're going to, you're going to just rejoice in your defenses. All right. And so what's it mean to have a sound mind, right? Let's talk about the opposite of a sound mind. Confusion, instability, insecurity. All right. So I want you to ask yourself. He says, I've not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. So fear has to do with not having an ability to change. You know, impatience, cruelty, envious, jealousy, boastful, pride, anger, anger, keeping record of wrongs, and rejoicing in defenses, right? Confusion, instability, insecurity. Are you moving from those those uh traits of fear into 
the traits of power, love, and a sound mind. Power, your ability to make change. Love, 1 Corinthians love. Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast. It rejoices in, it does not rejoice in evil, but rejoices in the truth, right? Learning to establish the truth in the context of your life, but learning to do that without blame, shame, and condemnation because you know the grace of God, all right? What's a sound mind? You know uh, who you are, you know? You know you have a vision for your life, you know your character and your values, and you're gonna move forward, right? You have peace, you have joy, you know, you, you're, you're making decisions, but and as you make these decisions, you have the fruit of the spirit, right? God will always lead you in peace. You know, you can think clearly because you're not cluttered with all these negative, uh, these, with all these um, uh, characteristics of fear, right? Um, so anyway, you guys, I hope all of this makes sense. Um, you know, I think part of having a sound mind too has to do with um, just under being being able to confront the things that are that you're struggling with, right? Your weaknesses, your 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 you know wherever you feel like you're in the hole. Just being able to have a sound enough mind just to acknowledge it, right? And then acknowledging what you need. So you know, taking that first step of yeah, this is where I'm at, Lord, I'm struggling, and then but this is where I want to be, and then allowing God to to send resources into your life and perspectives and being open and receptive, right? Getting healed, getting transformed, getting grace, getting love. So anyway, you guys, that is it for the day. It is Thursday. As you guys know, um, you guys can make donations to this podcast. There is a link in the podcast description. You guys can donate anywhere from 99 cent all the way up to 10 bucks a month, whatever you would feel, you know, like you would want to do, right? We never want to do anything against our own will. That's compulsion. But you know, if you want to sponsor the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. You guys, you know, I was thinking about it. What do I use this money for? You know, basically to take care of my family, you guys, honestly. Make the podcast better, buy buy mics, buy equipment, whatever. So um, if you guys want to help with that, you know, feel free. <laughs> anyway, guys, I love you so much. I've only got 10 seconds left. Be sure to go to Food for Thought Friday on Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell on my Facebook page. Join me tomorrow, you guys. I love you so much. Have an awesome weekend, and I will see you Monday.